Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Last time he was here, he got me all amped up to go different places, to be out in them streets, to go travel all over the world. And I had this whole game plan. I had the map out. I'm like, all right, Ghana. Then I'm going to head over to Costa Rica. I'm going to hit, hit Cuba when Trump is out. I had this whole plan. And then we got the Rona. So I was like, let me bring him back to figure out how we're going to navigate these spaces. He founded something called Passport Heavy. It's an amazing YouTube channel, and it's also a lifestyle. Let me welcome back to the show, Mr. Jabril Agoro. Hello, sir. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, I've got to say you have um, just amazing energy, and your audience is amazing. So. When you talk, I, I jumped on my social media after I jumped up, and I'm just seeing all the comments. You know when something actually moved after you? I was like, man, yo, anytime you tell me to, just tell me when I'm there. It was just like amazing energy. So um, I, I had fun. I had so much fun. I was at home in Chicago, and uh, now I'm in Bali. So um, What? Man, how you <laughs> look? I saw the, I came in, y'all, the smile is big. So I was like, I know he ain't covid in. <laughs> He ain't, he ain't quarantining somewhere. He looks like he's having fun. He got on his, what what, what you wearing there? That that nice robe, his teeth are showing. Yeah, I, All right. What, how, <laughs> why, how, what's going on in Bali? Like, how do you travel now with all of what's happening with this pandemic? Um, You know, obviously, it, you know, it's a crazy situation, Um, you know, just for everyone. I mean, everyone is affected in the world when it comes to, you know, COVID, but how I'm able to travel, um, you know, I work remotely, right? This is, this is like the first, you know, full year where I think the majority of the world is really seeing, you know, the power of the internet, Zoom, all of these, you know, tools are enabling us to get on with our lives. I mean, you could be a therapist, you could be, you know, a lawyer, you can be whatever, and people are figuring out now that, like, I mean, we have, like, my company with Tiffany, I mean, like, we have 25 people on the team, and everyone works remote, but that's how I'm able to do it, but right now, I just kind of, you know, I sit, I sit chill here in Bali, Um, I work, go to the gym, so it's a regular lifestyle, but everything's set up here for, you know, being a digital nomad. Digital nomad. I like that. And this is why I was I was very, you know, I was leaning into passport heavy because I was like, uh, I could literally do this show anywhere. I could teach. Mm-hmm. Now I know I could teach. Back then it was like, you know, going to Hunter College, driving, finding parking, going to the classroom. I have a limited amount of students that I could teach because we need computers. It's a writing lab. And now it has opened up the world. I could do it all on Zoom. And I'm like, I'm never going back. I'm never going back. But you, this was a secret you knew all along because you were talking about living places for six months at a time, three months at a time, really getting immersed mm. in the culture, which is the way I would like to travel. Like, I don't want to go do the tourist thing. When I went to Africa, when I went to Ghana, mm-hmm. I did the, I, I rented a house and I went in places, got, went to Kumasi on an airplane. Uh, I was like, I'm flying in Africa. I don't even like to fly, period. But I'm going to a foreign country and getting on an airplane in a foreign country to go somewhere else. But it's not too foreign because I'm black. But I, I had a real experience and everybody was like, come back. This is your return. And they were doing all that Instagram and stuff. I was like, I'm not doing any of it. 
not Instagram and none of it yeah. until after I'm back already. But it was it was a great experience because I got to understand, you know, uh, the culture in a way that I didn't didn't would not have had I done it as a tourist. Being in Bali, why why Bali? Of all the places you could be right now, Jabril. Um, so over my last ten years of traveling nonstop all around the world, um, Bali is just a place. As soon as I touch down here in this beautiful land, I feel at peace. Um, and I had a crazy like five months before I got here in January. So I just said I want to go to a place where I can sit down, I can work, I can edit. And, um, you know, just be, you know, just with the people, be with my team. And the weather's great. Um, it's safe. It's very, very safe. Cost of living um, is also incredible. You know, I'm getting good with money, like my homegirl, Tiffany. Budgetista. Um, <laughs> yes. And that's it, you know, and it's, um, it's just the energy. I, I love the energy of the people. They're so warm. And, you know, as long as you come in with that good energy, you know, they're going to bring that energy good, you know, right back. And so that's why I'm here now, but, um, I'll be, I'm actually heading to Africa here in May. Um, and that's which, another place. Which country? Like, Cause it's a lot of places uh, to go. Yes. I'm going to Rwanda first. Um, so I'm going to be in Kigali and, then I'm going to be heading to uh, Tanzania and then I'm probably going to jump to, to Kenya as well. Um, so it, the, why I'm so excited about Africa uh, in general, the whole continent is that, you know, growing up, um, I didn't really see too many amazing like storylines and imagery that it was very one-sided narrative you'd see the commercials right of the kids with like flies on their face and not to say that there's not issues but that's just one side of the story and i've just i'm like you know obviously anyone black is you know has african running through their dna but so many people because there wasn't you know the stories and the rich history the culture the clothing you know the people people would almost run away from it, right? You know, the African booty scratcher and all of the, there wasn't enough. And I've, I've learned the power of storytelling can inspire millions of people to start thinking, you know, a different way about a place. And so I said, yo, I want to continue. Like when I, you know, when I leave this earth, I want part of my legacy to be like, yo, that was like one of the first dudes um, that really entertained the idea that, you know, Africa is fly, rich, the culture, everything. And then I was, you know, planning a trip to Ghana, Kigali. And then the thing is now to take it back to the internet, right? You're seeing, you know, the globalization of the world. You can go anywhere. And then also there's a lot of opportunity and places that are desirable, right? A good weather. And then also places where I think um, a lot of, especially black people haven't had a place to really experience where they're like, I am just one of people versus like I am in someone else's land. It's a different feeling when you have a bunch of people, you know, that look like you, um, you know, it's just really refreshing. I mean, I love everywhere I go around the globe, but it's just something different about going home. Listen. Um, and when you say home, I was like foreign country. Nah, I, I know those people. My DNA knows those people. And if we're being honest, you know, like the connection is real. 
we have been conditioned to not have the connection, like you said, Tarzan and mm-hmm. all of the monkey apes, this and that, you know, like yeah. you said, the booty scratcher, we've been indoctrinated to, to think of it as a dark continent when it's the largest continent period, like by far has all of the resources <laughs> by far. Um, you're, you're starting uh-huh. out of Rwanda, which, you know, I think they give dual citizenship for, for people of, of, throughout the African diaspora they're, they're They've been talking for the last couple of years of opening the borders so that there's free travel from country to country. Mm-hmm. Rwanda is one of the first to, to come in line. Last week I did a story. Um, I actually, I, I taught a class and I used the New York times daily. Um, they have a daily podcast. Um, yeah. And in the daily podcast, they were featuring Paul Rosessa Binga, Rosessa Bagina, who was the person featured in Hotel Rwanda, the character played by Don Cheadle, who's in court in Kigali for a conspiracy to launch an attack on Rwanda uh, in 2018 and 2019, resulting in nine deaths. He's on trial right now, and he is saying that this is some bull crap. They also have a uh, a, a fight over what language the children are going to learn in, whether it's going to be English or, or Kenya, uh, Kenya uh, Rwanda, is that what it's called? The the language there, King Kenya Rwanda, I think it's called or something. Anyway, um, the native tongue in Rwanda, uh, but you're not going there with, with the political space, right? You're going there for strictly culture and travel. Um, yes, culture, travel, the the people, food. all yeah, the food, and just to show people. Um, cause obviously, so one, like that, that goes back to storytelling, probably most Western people, what they most know is the movie, right? Hotel Rwanda, um, you know, the genocide and, you know, everything that was happening, but the, the Rwanda today is a completely different country. Um, it's literally, it's arguably the, the cleanest city, um, in Africa, they have, um, they just built a brand new basketball stadium that's like state of the art, you know, anything that would compare to any arena that basketball NBA stadium that you've seen, you know, in the United States, they have, um, you know, yeah, just restaurants popping up, people, technology, so many entrepreneurs. And so I'm excited to, you know, do that and then get into the culture, talk to the people and just show people like, yo, this is the reality of what people are seeing and living today um, in Rwanda. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm not a, um, yeah, I'm not a political activist. I'm not, you know, I'm not in that world. But while it's, you know, obviously it's important everywhere because it affects so much. But yeah, for me, I'm like the guy, I'm just like, yo, yo, that's the dude that has fun, lives life. Um, you know, you want to have a smile on your face, come roll with the boy. Yes. Like, um, <laughs> that's my vibe. Listen, we need that. <laughs> Listen, we need that right now. And only bring it up because it's interesting what's being exported out of Rwanda when there are these amazing things that are happening, Jabril. So I'm glad that you are, you're going to be there to, to show us the food. Cause that, you know, that was a big, what do you eat there? You know, uh, and you can follow him at Jabril, J U B R I L. Is that on Instagram and Twitter? Um, yeah, I don't tweet that much. Um, but yeah, mostly Instagram. Ada on on Instagram, and then just Passport Heavy as well. And then also we also, if you're in the East Coast, you can find us on uh, if you got Verizon or um, Charter. So I launched on Noir TV. So it's also you can check Passport Heavy on uh, on TV as Yo, well. So that's 
that's some you 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 travel sexy. I'll just I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So so I'm I'm looking forward to Rwanda because that was a country that I've been watching them in Ethiopia because of the movements that both both mm-hmm. of their leaders have been making. What's in Tanzania? You know, I know Tanzania and Kenya for safaris, yeah. but that to me also is very white facing. You know, they go to to mm-hmm. to the jungle to see the animals. You know, uh, in Tanzania and in in uh, Kenya as well. What what are you going? What what's the what's there to see there? Um, they have so much. They have beauty of the the beaches in um, in Zanzibar. Right. Uh, some of the most beautiful images I've never been, but I have so many friends that have been and they're like, yo, the people are friendly. The culture is amazing. They're like they got some fly ass restaurants. The food is great. And then also and then, um, you know, they have several different cities where I've heard it's one of the best places to actually be like an expat. Um, so if you're into business and you'll find a very international scene there as well, I think that's one of the things that people don't realize, um, cause like what you don't put your focus on, um, you won't know, um, cause you'll just get the one big headline and people are always more drawn to negativity than they are positivity. So you only hear about the biggest, you know, negativity happening in a place. And that's like anything when people are like, yo, Facebook's not popping no more. That's not where people are. I'm like, yo. I hop on the app store on my play store or on my, and I look at like, I'm like, okay, yeah, TikTok is actually number one, but Facebook is still the sixth most downloaded app. And then so, cause when people are in a bubble, all they know is what they see. They're like, oh, that's not happening. I'm like, nah, what are the facts? What is actually happening? So that's me. I'm a very even Steven. I just like to see what the, you know, what is actually happening. So, um, so that's what, that's what I'm excited to see <clears throat> when I'm going to Tanzania is the people I hear the women are beautiful too. So that's, that's always a plus. Um, <laughs> I'm, you know, if it's about enjoyment and, you know, learning, I'm there. I thought you were married. All right. I'm mind my business. Jabril is a, a Goro is here. <laughs> Jabril is here. All right. Kenya, Kenya, what you, what you, what you doing in Kenya? Um, Kenya. I actually want to do, um, I actually want to do a safari out though in Kenya. Um, Cause I think it's, I've seen my, so my really good friend, Kelly Edwards, um, she just got back from this week long trip um, from Kenya. I saw that and I was like, yo, it was unbelievable. Um, from, you know, just the people seem so happy, but I'm also excited about Nairobi. And so, one of my really good friends, Arnold, um, he has, um, he's been there for like almost a year now since the whole pandemic. So he was born in Australia, he was born in Kenya, then moved to Australia, and now he's back in Nairobi. And he's like, bro, I can't leave. And I've just been watching his Instagram stories. And I'm like, I had no idea it was even like this, a very metropolitan city, you know, like the dope ass cafes. He's working from the cafes. I see the nightlife. And when you, I'm like, okay, I, I see what time it is. But, but Jabril, oh, we're man. in a pandemic. How, how y'all I, doing I, this? Tell, tell me how you, all right. <laughs> Getting on the plane, what's your travel strategy when you get to a place? Are you staying at a hotel or Airbnb? Like when we travel, cause I'm, I, I was already mm-hmm. freaked out. You know, I would bring mm-hmm. like a whole ton of wipes I wipe down everything from the light fixture to the doorknob, yeah. of course, the phone, all the, like staying at a hotel was always stressful. 
how how are you you know traveling uh to these places and how do you affordably do that and still keep safe from this pandemic yes because i'm not getting on a pj um I'm, i'm on the regular plane like everybody else um but what i do i mean i've during the pandemic especially when i travel and move I take a test every single week. I take a COVID test literally every single week if I'm traveling. Um, and then also, I don't do like the big crowds. Like I, I refuse to do any big crowds. And then honestly, I pray, um, you know, just to stay safe away from all the madness because I do know people that literally lost their lives to COVID, right? And so I, I understand it's a very real thing. Um, yeah, you know, I do a lot of my social distancing and I just don't do huge crowds. And I think part of it is just luck, right? Where I haven't, I've been fortunate not to catch, you know, COVID so far. And um, I don't live, I'm gonna, I don't live in absolute fear where I'm like, I'm not even going to leave my house because I was like, I personally would go insane, but I just do the best that I can with, you know, do my social distancing. Um, and then also the people that I hang around, I'm like, okay, what are they, you know, what are they doing? What are their habits? Because that's greatly going to reduce my risk. And so when I'm traveling to new places, yeah, it's just small groups, small crews. Mm. Um, and, and I just kind of go about my business. I, I have eaten at restaurants, um, but I try to try to do outdoors. If I'm doing indoors, um, yeah, I just try and, you know, mind my business. Like, what's the, what's you the get mass close, culture? What's the mass culture in Bali? What's the, what's, what, you know, cause here in oh, America, that, it's hit or miss, serious. you know, like we, you know, mm-hmm. you can go places in States where people just don't want to wear a mask and it's like yeah. infuriating, but what's the culture like? No, there? They, it's, it's very, it's, it's very serious. Here. Like you had like the little police checks. Like if you don't, cause like I kind of go off how the locals go and here literally, I mean, it's 98% of people are wearing their masks uh, when they're out in public. So like y'all on motorcycles, they're doing anything. And then police have, re- have been really good with like, you know, you ain't got your mask. I think it's, it's even like a two rule, um, two rule thing or like two strikes. And then like, they're pretty much like deport your ass. Like um, if you, if you's not playing by the rules. So they're real serious because it's like a bubble here. So I'll even talk about, I'll, I'll kind of um, take you here of my journey to Bowery to kind of give you a picture of how serious it is. So, I mean, I had to take um, my test right before I I could even, you know, come into the country and have the visa. Um, Then I also had to um, get a a fit to fly um, from the doctor um, when I was in California. So there was all this pre-prep work just before coming. And then when I landed, in, um, in Jakarta, I had to then quarantine for five days. This is not one of those, oh, we just trust you to do a quarantine. Nah, fam. Like, as soon as we get off the plane, you have a military escort. Like, you take a bus to a hotel, um, you know, and then so when you're in the hotel, you have to stay there for at least, like, it's five days. And then you have to um, test negative um, for two negative um, PCR tests. And then after that, I was able to fly to Bali. So it's like, it's almost like this little bubble oasis haven here because of how strict the measures are to get into. And that's also what makes people feel a little bit more comfortable here because you, it's like, it's, it's pretty much impossible to be reckless and then come into the country. And so, um, or 
Indonesia, the whole, but Bali, you know, this island. And so that's what also makes me feel a lot more comfortable knowing the kind of, you know, procedures and processes that people have to do um, to come here. So next, uh, in two months when you leave for um, Rwanda, uh, what you, what's going, you know, how do you get yourself hyped to, to go and do that? Cause I'm sure to leave, is it the same rules? Because Rwanda's been pretty good with they don't have a whole mm-hmm. lot of cases. If if I was reading correctly, mm-hmm. they're they're they've been able to contain the virus pretty much better than Europe and definitely better than America. Yeah, because so talking to the people that I was going with, um, it's an organization that pretty much anyone in the world knows, but I just can't say who I'm going with yet. Um, like, yeah, I know we'll be quarantined in a hotel for a few days and then we'll be able to, um, you know, kind of go about. And so same thing for me. I'm I'm like, cool, I'll catch up on my books, you know, catch up on some podcasts, you know, do some work. Um, it, it's kind of like a norm now. So it doesn't I mean, is it the most convenient thing? Do I wish, I, you know, things were normal? But I'm like, I'm always the kind of person I'm like, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, and I'm going to adjust, and I also want to be a good... And one thing, um, especially when I'm not home, I'm always a guest in someone else's country. Like, it's so... Whatever their rules are, that's what it is, right? I'm not the kind of person like, oh, man, it's not fair. I'm like, yo, if it ain't fair, like, don't come then. Like, these are the rules of the places that you go, so be respectful, so... I love that. I love that, and most... uh, A lot of uh, Americans aren't which is why, you know, we get such a reputation. But I think you, sir, as an ambassador, well, you, you represent black people. So that's a different thing altogether, too. But um, I'm I'm looking to catch yeah. up with you when this is almost over or clear, because uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing some traveling, too, and maybe we can meet up somewhere in one of your favorite places. Uh, not in May, but uh, I don't see myself doing that in May. But, you know, 2022, Jabril, I'm going to invite you to Barbados. Yeah. Cause I know you've been there before. Yo, I'm with it. I'm with. I I just really did my first island trip, and I was like, I just went to Jamaica, and I was like, Yo, where's the Caribbean been in my life? I'm like, Yo, I love. I see why people. Love, I was like, Man, it's probably overhyped. I'm like, Yo, I went, and I was like, Yo. But then you talk about good people as well. Like I could not stop smiling the entire time I was in Jamaica. So. I expect, you know, big things from Barbados, too. I hear amazing things about Barbados. So you haven't been? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, all right. Bet. 2022, I'm having a conference January 2022 in Barbados. I'm inviting you because I, I know you know how to have fun, and we need that. We need that in our lives. Jabril. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.